Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Guys Out Saying. You're listening to Guys Out Saying with Safi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Safi. And this is a long episode, I think. We're obviously very, very insecure. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. <laughs> Not in the intro. Bless you. We also just took like a two minute break after recording to talk about Ted Lasso. <laughs> is he hot or not? Let us know. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a good episode, I think. We kind of talk about what we think on like fake it you make it faking confidence pushing yourself out of your comfort zone those sorts of things we talk about where our insecurities come from where is it all stemming from why do we all hate ourselves we talk about social media we talk about little tips and tricks that you can carry with you throughout your day to be fucking invincible amen okay here we go again you said you had something to say yeah, but then I thought, do I want to start with that? <laughs> but no. Let's start with I it. guess I have to. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, let me let me set the scene. I was thinking for this episode, like, I think we go on and on and on. I think maybe even our mission statement. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> if we had don't one. get taking notes. Yeah, it's off the record. Just between us and you. Our mission statement is something like we hope that you feel a bit better about yourself mm. by listening to the podcast by contrast of listening to these two fucking freaks we hope that if you listen to us you feel good about yourself <laughs> you'll think eh, i'm not so bad after yeah. all <laughs> it, life it could always get worse <laughs> yeah it could definitely get worse <laughs> i've seen the pits and i'm not there <laughs> i've looked into the eyes of chaos and i don't like what it looks like And I was kind of thinking like our whole thing is just we go on and on about like trying to hopefully be like a tiny part in you trying to shake off the things that hold you back or make you doubt Mm. yourself or, you know, I was going to say yada, 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 which is a throwback. Oh, my God. A throwback to a place I didn't like. (laughs) I don't love it for me. Someone who says yada, yada, yada. (laughs) It's Jim Carrey. It gives me a, um, what is it called? Flintstones (laughs) Flintstones <laughs> gives me a Flintstones <laughs> yabba dabba do. Yes. That's what you're thinking. Of. That's what I'm thinking. Not good, right? It gives me the vibe of like good afternoon, good morning, and good night, or whatever. Yaddy vibes. Awful. Nice. Literally like real, um, like bad bad humour. Great. <laughs> well, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Um, happy to be here, guys. Anyway, um, yeah, we're just trying to help, basically. I hope that's coming across. <laughs> Try as we might. We are really trying to help. You must feel better about yourself now. You haven't said yabba dabba do <laughs> to the internet. I haven't said that. <laughs> You've said it now twice. Somehow in this whole thing, I've managed to come out of this not saying it and you've said it. Right, well, I was actually thinking, I was having a bit of a moment. You know when you just start thinking and the thoughts start coming and they don't stop coming? 
and not in a bad way but I was just you know with my thoughts and let me think about how I want to say this without sounding like completely insane I don't think it's possible just bear with me I don't know if I believe in what I'm about to say again this is just off the record just between us three yeah insecurities as much as it's like you can work through them and whatever blah blah blah, they do make up who you are obviously with a ton of other shit all the Mm. good stuff and whatever but your insecurities do make you, they, and they can be quite specific to you. And I think the way that people, have, you know, people's relationships, the way that people move through the world, the way that they act in their job, everything. Some of that comes from their insecurities, right? Or she's already yawning. No, I'm not yawning. I just have- You, you just yawned. You just yawned. I thought I masked Would you prefer me to say that. yabba dabba do? I thought I masked the yawn. <laughs> you never mask the yawn. I see right through it. You see it every time, but it's not because I'm bored. It's just, I think I just have a yawning problem. <sighs> Shakes head. I just yawn at everything. No, because I'm hanging on every fucking word. I must have a boring problem. <laughs> no, no. I'm so sorry. Anyway- <laughs> don't i don't know what it is it's just my face is just weird it does weird things without my control you do yawn but it's the masking of the yawn that you that is my favorite thing (laughs) (laughs) because it's like oh she's not yawning she's just pulling the weirdest most unnatural (laughs) face it's like what wouldn't it just be better to just outright yawn at me (laughs) no because i don't even realize i'm doing it it's like a weird fucking no i don't even know what it is well i'm so sorry in no way am i bored um (laughs) i completely agree i've I've been thinking this a lot recently with have you well just in in terms of like we are quite in sync these days well we are in the sense that we watched the up to episode five of euphoria without talking about it and we both said what episode of euphoria are you on five perfect we'd never spoken about euphoria before well we had we had spoken about it right i don't know well not enough to be like shall we both watch it no no but we'd spoken about it because i went into it thinking so maybe if you don't want me to say this I'm, i don't know why you wouldn't know oh say, Sophie was I'll like, say anything fuck i've already said yabba dabba do Sophie was like i'm i'm i tried to watch you for and i couldn't watch it it's just too much it's just too like it's mm. bleak and whatever blah blah Mm. so i went that was our conversation so then i went into it watching it thinking i'm watching this on my own sefi's not watching this yeah but then i was thinking 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 about. and then like a couple days later you were like by the way i've changed my mind on euphoria i'm loving it and i said this is great news i've been rinsing it i've been tearing through it yeah i think it was i watched that first episode and i was like well basically so someone in our book club said that we were talking about the idea of an unreliable narrator and someone said oh euphoria is quite a good example of an unreliable narrator and i thought you have me hooked nick carraway is the god i w- of the god of unreliable narrators i'll fucking watch anything with an unreliable yeah. narrator yeah watch the first one i thought oh my god you can't handle this let's be real it's giving you skins vibes you won't eat for days after watching this you can't watch this Days passed, days passed, days passed. Found myself thinking about it quite a Mm -hmm. lot. I saw a video of Sydney Sweeney crying because she was trending for being ugly. And I just thought, I hate the world. I have to watch this stunning show because (laughs) if if she thinks she's ugly then it's all a fucking lie anyway. Mm-hmm. So I can watch this and now I'm obsessed. Yeah. And now I'm obsessed, uh-huh. obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. The stars started aligning to make you watch it. It's good. We're really late on it. So this is probably quite boring, but everyone's yawning. <laughs> Beyond late. And also it's like, we can't move for spoilers. I'm quite good at skimming them. My whole explore page on Instagram. Oh, I've, I click on everything I see. Do you? Sefi? <laughs> I think not even euphoria wise. I click on everything I see on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I had quite a fun thing that whilst I was watching Euphoria, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but sometimes, sometimes you get, uh, well, uh, I had quite a funny thing 
where I was watching Euphoria and the whole time I'm like, she's so stunning. She's so stunning. Everyone's so stunning. Mm. Zendaya's stunning. Oh. Barbie in particular is stunning to Oh me. my goodness. And I saw, I was on our Instagram account, Sephian Wing, mm. and I saw a DM flash up. So I saw the beginning of it and it was like, oh my God, this kind of looks like Wing. <sighs> and I thought, oh God, Never the word go. you want to see. going to be <laughs> fucking hell? It's always so nice, but still I assume it's going to be fucking anyone the devil herself literally i'm always so convinced i'm like here it goes here's the evidence that i needed that i'm a piece of shit here we fucking go and i was looking on the sephian wing story to be like sephi must have put something on the story of like a piece of shit and someone's replying being like this looks like wait do you know what i mean like, i was like who's on the fucking story i was like tapping through like just your mind here. is just running riot yeah i'm like who who is this person talking about like there's nothing here that they could be replying to and i looked meanwhile euphoria is on pause on the big screen right in front of my eyes mm-hmm. and it was fucking barbie and i and they said this looks like wing and i thought Stans. you know what she fucking does look like wing <laughs> i think she does i see it and this is why I sent a voice note to Sefi being like, I know I'm a narcissist and I know I'm insane, but I thought she looked like me for years. So it's quite a nice confirmation. <laughs> you sh- I said this on, on the voice note I sent back to you when you se- told me that ho- exact same story and I'm going to send <laughs> the back the exact story. same thing I said. You should watch the Style Like You video with Barbie. I've seen it. I've seen it. Have I was going to say to you, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've seen it. Because that's when I was first introduced to but her. I had to reply to all the other shit that we were talking about. Because <laughs> that's when I was first introduced to her. And I was like, who is this girl? Mm. Like, oh my God, I'm in love. And I've been in love since then, but not enough to watch Euphoria. But her storyline, I know there's super problematic stuff. Don't tell us all about the 16, 17 year old. They're young. We know it's super problematic. I also. Yeah, this is a podcast, not a dissertation. Yeah, I can't get into it. Her storyline about a 16 year old being a sex mm-hmm. worker, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Oh my God, I am so obsessed with her character. Just the humor, mm-hmm. just the. Oh, just everything about it. I am so obsessed. Well, it's been such a. It's so fun that we're both watching it at the same time. I know. It's been so fun. So rare as well that we would. So rare. We n- we never in sync no. in any aspect in our lives. No, no, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, God, right. So I was sitting in my misery back to where I began, but yeah. I wasn't really miserable. I was feeling quite good, believe it or not. Mm. <laughs> and I was thinking about insecurities. Oh, right. And you started saying that you were thinking about insecurities too. I probably was. That sounds like me. <laughs> um, I think I've been thinking about insecurities. Yeah. In terms of just in my usual observations in just my life where I become a bit of a I think I'm a bit of a social scientist and a kind of <laughs> oh I know we are 100% I think I just quite like to tinker and tamper with people's lives a little mm. bit oh you you go in and you uh, you're in the field I can't help myself but offer some really like bad advice to everyone I speak mm. to just like there's definitely been people I was speaking to recently where it's like do you not think and oh my god I do it too where it's just like the you're living you're living like a weird fake life where it's like your sort of avatar that you picture yourself as you're making decisions for that person but actually no one's even viewing you as that anyway right just the conversations i've been having in my little life have Uh been all around like dating and relationships and people making decisions people are making bad decisions are they i think i've been seeing some errors being made that i've been trying to um wow point out and make everyone feel bad (laughs) (laughs) well I was thinking about insecurities in the way of like, (laughs) it just kind of shapes who you are. Mm. And so we asked on the story, can you often trace your insecurities back to when they first started? Now, currently we have 61% saying yes and 39% saying no. 
because I personally think yeah I often can mm. and that was kind of what I was sitting and you know I say I joke in my misery but I was actually as I say feeling all right and I was thinking about how all these small things just like work together to shape you so like for example you start to think this is not an insecurity you start to think for example I'm a morning person yeah. always been a morning person I start to think oh I'm a reader I've always been a reader yeah building I'm, your identity oh I'm bad at math all these little things yeah building just it becomes yeah completely building your identity and I feel like insecurities I don't know I was just thinking about it because I was thinking about how this one insecurity was not even an insecurity of mine but there's one thing that I have in particular which I don't know if it will be obvious to you, Sefi, probably not. Okay. But it's the kind of thing where, like, Sefi, if you're in a bad mood mm. or, you know, I'm friends with someone, whatever, someone in my life, their car wouldn't start. It's like, I know it's not my fault that they're in a bad mood because their car wouldn't start, but it's my job to lift you out of your bad mood and make things better and make you happy. Mm. So if I can't do that, then I have failed as a human god and i think this i'm giving quite a lot here that is i think this is the weight of your world on your shoulders i think this is kind of the root of my being one of the biggest things that like make me who i am is that i think i have my existence on this planet is based on how much i can keep the peace and keep you happy and if i can't make you happy then what's the point of me (laughs) So if there's one or two people out there who can resonate, I hope we're resounding somewhere. I don't even know how to explain the look on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Bewildered. (laughs) But it's the kind of thing that if Sefi's upset, someone close to me is upset. It's like, I totally understand that I might not be the reason that you are upset. It's not that I feel bad for making you upset. I get that I haven't. Mm. But ultimately, I failed because I haven't been able to make it better. I haven't been able to make... Like, I should be so good that I can bring you out of sadness and into happiness that you don't care that your car wouldn't start anymore. But you can't. You can't always do that, guys. You can't do that. I think it's rare that you can. Like, how do you cope then when there are the situations where it's like, this person will never... Their problems will never be fixed. Yes, in that there's just always an endless stream of shit, which is is a common thing. Uh-huh. How do you cope when people are just perpetually sad? Badly, badly. You cope badly. It's ridiculous. But I think I've just really I had it in that moment where I thought this is a big rooted in my lack of self worth, my insecurity. Basically, means that it's hard for me to function when i when someone around me is upset it's kind of um the people pleasing thing to an absolute extreme to the nth degree yeah did you ever understand that the nth degree no i was just thinking what is that from i was lost at times tables not gonna lie it's from maths is it yeah (laughs) i thought it was like a kind of show (laughs) the nth dimension like it's kind of a space thing that's fun yeah I think it's a maths thing. Well, everyone's getting in, but everyone's laughing. At you're us. talking to the wrong person. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. tell. You came to the to the English table. <laughs> You've come yeah. to the English department. I'm afraid <laughs> the maths yeah. department's two blocks down. You're actually sat in the humanities. <laughs> you need to leave. We're social scientists. <laughs> you're in the social science department. <laughs> Show yourself out. <sighs> So that was what spurred me on. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, I get that it's it's kind of motivated from a nice thing because I, I kind of think there's the two parts of it. Yeah, it's motivated from like a sense of fuck my purpose is to make other people feel good, which is good and bad. But I would say mostly that mm. isn't your purpose at all. That's not how most people, I think, it's not how I see your purpose 
at all to you. make other people Oof, feel good. You. I see it as <laughs> sweat to be the stunning girl you are. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Getting tired. But then I also see there is a nice thing that it's like it's also motivated by like empathy, kindness mm. and wanting other people to be happy, which is really nice as well. Like there's a quality in that that if it's born out of an insecurity, it's also born out of an element of love as well. But is it? Is it love? Is it love? I hope it is. I think it is. Okay, thank you. Because you're a loving person. I don't, I, ne- I never feel, say you're trying to help someone with an issue. I never feel like that's a thing to try and make you feel good. It Or like to make sure you haven't felt. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I do genuinely feel. Oh, it's my duty. It's my duty. It's not. You're duty-free. You're in duty-free right now. Which is why I can't cope when it's like, God, our DMs are flooded of duties. Duty calls, honestly. Sorry, I have to hang up the word duty calls. People need advice. They're going to uni. They're having breakups. They're doing all these things. I need to help. I can't, though. No. But anyway, so this is the core of my being, is I just really had a realisation of this is quite a big thing for you. Like, you've actually got an issue. Where, like, if my boyfriend is stressed out about work, I get that I'm not his boss. It's not my fucking fault. Mm. But this is my job. I must be a fucking failure. No. But no. But anyway, just thought I'd put that out there. Because <laughs> I think that's a quite a common thing. It must be. It's That must be so intense. Because I do get it to a certain extent. Like, mm. But I think I only get that with the people where it is kind of my job to fix it. Right. I.e. my family, my close friends. It's like, okay, right, we'll fucking work together and we'll fucking sort it. But I definitely, I, oh, I don't know, because there is definitely the, like, for example, scrolling through the messages, for example, yeah. for this, where it's people saying, I can't go swimming because of my body, blah, 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 where it's like, I need to fucking fix this. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Social issue. It's too much. Mm-hmm. But I just think you can't, mm. you can't. It's like so unproductive completely coarse completely but it really has shaped my being so that was the kind of realization because I think it's interesting to think about and I know where that well maybe you know there's a million reasons why I might be like that I could have had that kind of disposition anyway but I really completely see that as 
you know, in my baby youth, in my infancy, this was something that I was learning from the adults around me that like I needed to be there to soothe the situation and to mm. keep things peaceful good and like peaceful and like happy yeah so i just think it's interesting when you can identify where something has come from because i feel like with insecurities sometimes if you go looking deep enough into the depths of hell into the pits as i go with my hard hat on and my (laughs) torch i don't know it's interesting right it's so interesting i genuinely think so many people will relate to that i think well everyone's got insecurities no but in in the sense of that specific one Mm. i think that must be so common like yeah feeling as if it's your job to sort out the mess that we find ourselves in and not even sort out the mess but also like i could distract you i could do anything yeah I'll i'll do anything i'll do anything tell me don't even tell me let me figure it out in my mind i already know what you need but not possible all the time but anyway that must be fucking exhausting (laughs) i think we need to move on you look quite knackered all of a sudden now the yawns are gonna start coming through exhausted just thinking about it no i i more mean that must be exhausting like that must be a lot what if if there's a if there's a person in the street that's like like for example the guy in prep that serves you that i think we've spoken about some guy in prep before the guy in prep says i've got some issues going on today would you think oh god i've got to make this guy happy yeah i need to know that he will walk away thinking i had a good interaction with her she relieved some of the thing like she she you know she's worthy <laughs> she's the goddess that was sent into prep to buy her oats latte yeah yeah i need to come down like an angel and say you know what forget the coffee let's try <laughs> do you know what i mean i do completely know what you mean okay shall we go on to people's points enough about me Okay, I thought this message was great. Somebody, well, not great, but you get what I mean. Somebody said, sometimes I won't go to places where cool people, quote unquote, work. Ooh. Brackets, record stores, vintage stores, certain coffee shops, etc. Because I'm afraid of embarrassing myself in conversation yeah. with them or by sounding dumb or stuttering a lot. It makes me sad because I have the urge to connect with people I, that I don't know. But at the same time, it scares me. I suppose it must stem from the desire to be liked by everyone I come across. Yeah. And I feel like it's, a real like imposter syndrome thing and it's the classic thing of like you have rightly so you should have access to this earth and all of its shit in the same way that any other human would you can go into a coffee shop in the same way that anyone else would and it's a real imposter syndrome thing of feeling like you don't deserve you see yourself as a piece of shit and you see people who go to coffee shops as cool people for example quote unquote and therefore you are not valid in that space it's almost like you think everyone's gonna be looking at you you ever had that where you're walking in it's like, will I stick out like a sore thumb? Like yeah. everyone can see I'm the biggest loser here. Yeah. I'm trying to fit in with them. It's all, it's literally one of the most awful feelings. I really see that with like, like yeah, coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of being like, who do I think I am to go to a coffee shop and read? In a cool coffee shop. Public transport, I find. I find that okay because there's like a mix of people. It's like you're never going to be the weirdest person on the tube carriage because there's someone like peeing in a bottle and screaming in the corner yeah but i don't do you think that people are, what do you th- what are you thinking then people are looking at you thinking i think it's that people for example a record shop oh my god it's like the coolest kind it's kind of the boys in the year above vibe it's like okay so mm. these are all the cool indie people and i'm gonna go in and what ask for the fucking lana del rey album like it's just like who like what hi i'm a big jack antonoff fan <laughs> I really am now. Do you have Lords So Power? <laughs> Which I heard five minutes ago and I spoke to Wing about. I mean, we spoke about that for about fucking half an hour before we started recording. I heard one song, so now I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. For, for example, there's a shop that is really, really near me that I haven't been in yet. It's like a, it's the weirdest like restaurant. It serves like really weird, two really opposite cuisines 
in one but the people that work there I walk past the window and every single time I'm like they are the most stunning people I've ever seen in my life they're hot to trot they are they're all (laughs) for some reason I've heard them speaking there because it's like a glass window I can hear them Mm -hmm. all I hear is just Australian accents I'm thinking wow I knew you were gonna say they're Australian I knew of course they're because I for some reason only go for Australian people they're probably listening to go without saying I don't know what I only ever go for Australian people I can hear the billowing (laughs) out of the australian accent i just think wow room full of australians going down under and (laughs) i always think i need to go and eat there but the thought of going in there and like making conversation with these people i know i'm blushing i know i'm like god i should not be in here yeah what were you like as a kid did you get like that as a kid a freak i was a freak (laughs) (laughs) what was i like as a kid where do i start (laughs) imagine the weirdest person you could then make them 10 times weirder <laughs> 10 times louder than that and you were then. loud as a kid i was the biggest show off this town has ever seen really <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just like show off i thought i was Sharpay from from an early age even though like what i looked like was more of a kelsey still stunning still stunning but imagine the person that would be playing kelsey not on the disney channel not on disney channel <laughs> right the irl kelsey. in like a back end town yeah small scale production but probably thought i was more of a sharpay vibes um what was the question what was i like as a child (laughs) (laughs) are you a freak (laughs) when you say the word freak it really gives me the harry potter thing of freak yeah yeah you know that in the flashback in snape's um memories i i don't know him but my family know the guy that played that young snape really but i don't but like someone in my family knows him like he's someone that we're like we know him but i don't that is world's worst name drop (laughs) (laughs) someone i know kind of maybe knows him. everyone's super impressed right now (laughs) definitely say that when you go to that restaurant you should definitely tell them that you know you know young snape (laughs) are you familiar with the freak freak scene in harry potter (laughs) and half blood prince oh my god Mm. what were you like as a kid was that the question? No. Well, it was more like imposter syndrome. I think it's about the way that you see yourself. Definitely. Because I think, I think a lot of... Um, so maybe this is true for me. I don't know. Again, off the record, please, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like that saying off the record because it's just like everything I say... <laughs> Forget it. In one ear, out the other. The most absurd thing to say, very much on the record. Like we're recording. (laughs) Microphone in front of my face. (laughs) Off the record, guys. Mm. Just between us. I feel like the the moving through, growing out of, or like trying to get over my insecurities has been really helped by trying to rewrite the way that I see myself. So instead of it being like I'm just the person who like couldn't fit in in that restaurant. It's like, of course, I'm the type of person who would be in that restaurant. Like, fucking hell. Yeah. Like, obviously. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, yeah. it goes without saying I'd be there. Me. Little old me. Of course. Makes perfect sense. Of course I can talk to some Australians and not blush. Well, because it's kind of you, people just believe what you tell them. Totally. It's all confidence. Within reason, obviously. But it, I genuinely think confidence is one of the most powerful currencies you can get in this world. Oof. The dollar fuck it bitcoin fuck it it's all about confidence this world stunning the dollar <laughs> the dollar the us dollar the dollar the us dollar <laughs> fuck it means nothing the australia dollar means absolutely <laughs> the canadian dollar no. the what other dollars are there i always have to do usd like it's like what is it like, i'm always trying to convert yeah it. why i'm just for fun <laughs> maths 
just like i get quite interested like what would this be in or like even when people on our book club i'm like they've paid in like new zealand yeah i don't like that i'm you know what it is i'm hovering over the refund button like i need to give Mm. this person the best experience it was free all expenses paid trip to our book club (laughs) (laughs) it's on the house we're sorting on the house no worries do not worry about it please Thank you to everyone that's joined our book club. Genuinely, like, who's without saying thank you, thank you, thank you. I had so much fun last month with we can't, Zooms and everything. We can't. I know, but I did. Me too, but I don't want to make anyone upset. Upset? Well, like, if you couldn't come, or like, if you if you don't care, it's just like sharp. Let's not put it in. Even if you're not in the book club, you're in the book club in our minds, in spirit. Totally. <laughs> I totally. Don't know what it means, but totally. Don't okay. cut it. Don't cut it. Don't cut it. Um confidence is the world's greatest currency yeah amen just in that there are people that i see in my job as a social scientist <laughs> I, my unpaid internship at social science i social, um, science. <laughs> social science company trademark the global conglomerate <laughs> yeah. um there are people that i see that if, if okay so we talk about this thing pretty privilege there's a thing that is in this world it's called pretty privilege that if you're pretty yeah but this makes me nervous Go on, go on. Say it and then I'll say why it makes me nervous. People might hate me. I don't... You can. I, I'll be upset, but... No, not that I think people are going to hate you. It's that I just am upset all the time. Same. <laughs> go on, go on. So, there's a thing called pretty privilege. We know it. We've heard about it. Blah, blah, blah. If you're pretty, if you look a certain way, you get certain opportunities. You get certain things. Okay. There are people that have... I have... Everyone's crying. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone is thinking, is this about them? It's not. It's not. It's not. There are people that I see in this world, celebrities and common people of the world, the common folk of mm. Sainsbury's, wherever I am, mm-hmm. um, that I see operating with this pretty privilege that I've been like, okay, they are pretty. When I've actually taken it back to analyse and be like, okay, that person's pretty and someone's been like, are they though? It's like, oh, wait, no, they're not. They just have confidence. I genuinely think confidence, you can transform the way people view you through acting like a pretty person. It's utterly mental when you realise it, but it's like, even like the the popularest, popularest person might not be pretty. I know fucking beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Fucking tell me about it, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But there is there is like an objective set of rules in the society that makes someone pretty. If someone doesn't fit into that, it's weird that it's like, Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. So you think there's two currencies running alongside one another. One is pretty privilege, it's undeniable it exists, but the other one is confidence. And sometimes they overlap and cancel each other out or contradict one another or... I think you can trick people into thinking you have pretty privilege. Cool. If, if in, the st- in the small parameters of how you can get pretty privilege in this world. But is it not privilege, like not even pretty privilege then? It's just that like you can convince people that you are a cool, confident... That you're a certain type of person. Yeah. 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 Love it. I agree. I think when you move with confidence, you change the way people see you because you you look different now. You're moving differently. Mm. It's like you're not like folding yourself in half into your shoulders and like <laughs> looking around. You know I mean, you're not sweating anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> it's yeah. like before you were hyperventilating and now you're not. Yeah, you look better now. <laughs> yeah, you look great. <laughs> God, have you always, you, know I mean? you always look like that when you're not covered in a sheen of sweat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's so, f- I think that's completely fair enough. I think that's completely fair. I don't know. A fake it till you make it, hey? Thoughts on that? I love it. Uh-huh. Have you ever faked anything and maked anything? <laughs> the very thing we're doing right now. Really? Well, we faked, we totally faked it. We've spoken before about when you mm. kind of start a thing on the internet. I mean, you, no one's replying to you. 
no one is replying no one's asking you where's your lipstick from but you're saying oh link in the bio for the lipstick no you're not no you're not but you are kind of that to a smaller degree of course you're not but you're saying (laughs) yeah you are you're saying similar kind of things you're you're lying to a certain extent of course you are you're saying you're pretending that you have an audience because Mm. to get yourself to to a point where you can speak on a microphone you have to pretend you're speaking to someone so true it hurts it's so true it resounds harder than you could ever know (laughs) it hurts we had to fake it how on earth would we have sat down and spoken about fucking you know what people do people do and i think the content is all the better for it yeah i agree i think this is something that sefi and i've learned is like we just have a lot well i hope you don't mind me saying sefi Mm. speak for myself no speak for me too it's fine there's a lot of shame going on in like 100 (laughs) percent. i couldn't come to and i still don't in lots of ways come to anyone online offline whatever your truest form is harder to show it's no surprise yeah no one's shocked nobody moved it's fine everyone knows that i think for a lot of people it's harder obviously to be your truest self especially when you don't know who the fuck that is yeah definitely i don't know who the fuck that is and you can't even show is a wing i don't know that even if you do know who you are you can't even show that to your best friends and Mm. the person you're dating or your family or whatever it's like well you definitely can't do it to the anonymous kind of well what else have you faked it and maked it (laughs) i mean so much i think if you like i spoke quite a bit about in the last episode about social anxiety Mm. i think if you have any level of anxiety one of the most embarrassing parts of anxiety is anyone finding out that you have anxiety which is the symptom of anxiety so it's this weird trap that you're stuck in which is Mm. like i don't want to blush because then someone will see me blushing are you a bit of a blusher i think i'm my when my social anxiety was its worst i was scared of a voice crack or blushing Mm. going red voice crack Mm. um and just being a general weirdo in front of humans um (laughs) acting inhuman in front of humans (laughs) showing my sort of alien self to a human yeah showing your true alien self Um, being found out as an imposter in this world (laughs) so i think if you have any level of anxiety you you have to fake it most of your social like most of the interactions i've had when i'm in a social situation i'm feeling socially anxious are me faking it because i have Mm. if, if the goal of it is just to get through without embarrassment of not feeling any kind of um, guilt or shame afterwards. You literally have to fake it because yeah. the last thing I want to do is speak to fucking Sally over there and say, did you have a good weekend? I don't give a shit about her weekend. I've had diarrhea yeah. <laughs> because I was scared to come here. <laughs> I've been sick all morning and slept for about 20 minutes Yeah, with a constant meditation playing all night. Yeah, It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, I'm having to fake it because Sally will run a mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever faked it, faked it and made yeah. it? Yeah, well, I think the reason I'm t- again, I'll I'll speak for myself, but I might tie you into this as well. I think the reason that we're not good at maths is because you can't. F- it's one of the only things you can't fake it to make it. But 100%. It's like, I'm a great writer. I'm great at English. I'm great at these things because I just I'll sit. I, I'm writing emails. It's like oh, I'll just pretend to be able to write good emails. Totally, you can perform it. It's like what would I sound like? Yeah, what would what would it look like if I had to be that person? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? It's the classic thing that they always say in English and all of the fucking humanities, that's why we're the humanities department, <laughs> of there's no wrong answer, but that's the problem with maths. There is a wrong answer and it's very fucking obvious when you've times two by two when you've got 19. There is a wrong answer. Fuck maths. It's so out of order. It's very fucking obvious that you faked it and you haven't made it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you say like, sh- I, even on my GCSEs, I, would, I wrote in the corner like, 
Also, I got good grades, by the way, but I'm just whatever. I would literally write in the fucking corner, like, show your workings. And I would just write, like, look, <laughs> this is not my strong subject. <laughs> Please, like, I really need it. Or, like, blah, blah, blah. Or I would just, like, give the answer. And then if I thought it, was, like, could, it could potentially be, like, three or four answers, I would write them, like, over one another. Totally, so they might mistake so it. So I would write, like, 2008. <laughs> yeah, and then I would write, like, 1500 over that. And then yeah, I would same. write, like, 3002 over that. Well, it doesn't not say that. Yeah, it's like, like... you can see the answer. It's like, oh, yeah, she did write 3002, but she also wrote, like, 600 other options that I can't <laughs> give her. <laughs> yeah so strange i used to do a thing um i remember doing this in my sat and wow. i probably did this in my gcses i think i'd probably stopped doing it by times of like a levels mm. but i remember in my sats in year six being like like i'd write out the number seven and then i would just go over the number seven like probably about a hundred times and then be like right next to it like see i got distracted or something wow. like that i would do like a big doodle and be like oops so they'd be like oh she's just not paying attention that is that's good you know what I would do is I would miss like say like there was a page just at this page or whatever and I didn't get the question I would just miss the whole page and be like oh, I forgot that I didn't see that page but then you're gonna get no marks for the page well, the I'm not worst gonna get idea. Any I just it, it was more embarrassing for me this says a lot about yeah. me more embarrassing to try and fail than to just be like oh my god I didn't even see that question what totally what no way oh, I never knew that oh my god just forget it just wipe it out if I knew there wasn't a hope in hell cut your losses i think i do the opposite i would just mortify myself it would just be honestly looking at old papers must be so fucking funny i do have like all of my old school work and stuff and honestly the thought of it is just like i think i would do the opposite thing like i would just fill in the last pages with just like seven thousand yeah eight times nine um that will be a bracket bracket cube square whatever. was it important to you to get good grades was it important to me yeah absolutely yeah mm. it was important to me i think it's because my parents are both really academic and i was the oldest child so it's like mm. okay no you it was just like oh well i'm i'm an academic person like, there was no um scope for me to be it was it was just like you you are going to get good grades sort of thing which i did but it was just still like yeah I, it else. didn't even occur to me that i wouldn't which is really absurdly deluded but it really didn't i don't think that's deluded no I but a lot of people it, have that experience it's ju- it just honestly didn't occur to me that i could be stupid which is quite insane right yeah i mean it is insane <laughs> yeah yeah it is completely just no times tables <laughs> no literally <laughs> so it was important to you to do well definitely it was important to you to do well totally goes out saying come on imagine i was like no i don't care what people think of me <laughs> Oh, was it about what people thought? Um, well, my parents were not academic at all and I was the only child. So mm. the fact that I was like this gifted, quote unquote gifted, yeah. basically just she's read a few books and she's pretty good. Like you have a natural talent. I think I got by with a real natural talent. I didn't have to try yeah. a lot, which honestly shot me in the fucking foot. But I thought that was a good one, right? You have to rewrite the way that you see yourself so you can be like, no, I am the person who goes to that coffee shop. Definitely. Just definitely. Why would you not be? I just don't see realistically why you wouldn't be. Is that, isn't it a bit of a coincidence that you are the only person who thinks you shouldn't be here? Yeah. It just doesn't seem true. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm. And I think that's part of what has like worked me through a lot of my insecurities is being like, okay, well, look, like statistically, this doesn't really make sense. Like, I think a lot of this, it's a bit convenient, isn't it? It must be in my head this is what i mean by the confidence it's like it's not even about suddenly you, you've been going to school not to bring it back to euphoria dressed like cat from episode one and then you're suddenly going to school like cat 
episode three, oh, you've got confidence all of a sudden. It's not about that. I'm not saying you need to suddenly perform confidence like that, but I think it's mm. about knowing when you genuinely build confidence as like an actual thing, not the performance of confidence, but when you actually build like, I feel confident in myself. Self-worth. My true being that I'm allowed to fuck up and I'll still forgive myself. I think that to me is the measurement of my confidence at that moment. That mm. if I go into the room where I'm nervous and I'm going to trip up, which most likely I will, and I'm going to go red, my voice will crack whatever and I'm gonna go home and be like you still did a fucking good job I'm not gonna be like you have ruined your entire life you imbecile yeah yeah Um, yeah that is the true marker of confidence and I think when you actually build that Harry you can't be touched as long as Dumbledore's here you can't be touched it's nothing it's all water off a duck's back or whatever the fucking saying is none of it fucking (laughs) matters then it doesn't matter if the people in the coffee shop thought oh she um doesn't have a leather jacket she doesn't fit in here it doesn't fucking matter as if you'll ever know as if you'll ever know what they think and also like who gives a shit who if i uh, let me tell you something i have never once sat in a fucking coffee shop and looked around and thought "Mm," judging everyone it's i don't spend my time judging people i just don't right fucking losers do that i think people do though people absolutely do which is horrific but it's their own 100 percent. i was gonna say losership but like (laughs) it's their own issue totally and that's the difference Mm -hmm. it's not real yeah it's insecurity that's a total lack of confidence i 100 percent know for a fact people do sit in their little groups judging everyone but it's purely 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 because they feel like utter shit themselves 100 percent. and also like no one gives a shit about you like you walk into the coffee shop no one cares no No one's really looking at you no one really cares no one gives a shit Mm. also something you just said like a few little bits ago you said that you'll never know and i remember the moment that fucking hit me i was in the shower um and i was thinking about kind of everything just potentially be like just as you do in the shower to be honest as one does she's thinking what are you thinking about literally everything the whole world (laughs) exploding in my mind at once apart from maths i don't understand that stuff but don't even bring that up to me but everything else i am thinking about (laughs) intensely yeah um and i was thinking about everything and i was thinking about Mm -hmm. i was specifically thinking about this podcast as well and thinking about and i hate to bring it up again i'm so sorry that you listen to a podcast where we're talking about a podcast but talking thinking about being a person that now people that i don't know have an opinion on and that being the world's most fucking terrifying thing in the world Mm. that someone is going to be say things about how i look how i think you think i'm a bitch you think i'm not funny you think i'm boring whatever the fucking world you think about me that's fine that's your um prerogative is that a word prerogative you're allowed to do what you want yeah and i was thinking about like that is objectively not nice to know that there are people that are listening and thinking i'll shut the fuck up whatever but the most amazing thing is if there's someone right now in peru that is thinking Sefi's the ugliest fucking cunt i've ever seen i'll never know i'll never know about what the girl in peru thinks about me and that is the same that is the exact same as it never happening to me it's the it's the tree falls in the forest and there's no one to hear about no one to hear did it happen Mm. if a girl in peru thinks i'm ugly to me it never happened because i will never know yeah yeah of course people can dm people can dm things and be fucking horrible but that does say more about their insecurities and also a certain amount of it is unavoidable but the girl in peru and the fucking boy in vietnam saying that they think i'm the worst person in the world is the exact same 
as it never happening at all and that is fucking amazing stunning and the person in the coffee shop that is thinking oh she looks a bit out of place here you will never know it which is the exact same of it not happening Mm. it never happened if you don't know it it's basic social science (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it's so the thing that humans i don't i mean whether it was supposed to happen or not is kind of a question out of way out of our expertise which (laughs) i guess most of this podcast is but it's really the kind of conversation that humans were never supposed to be exposed to like millions of other people's thoughts yeah this is fascinating and maybe we're not more opinionated we're just more exposed to each other's opinions yeah and it's like yeah the girl in peru would have thought that you were x y and z and you never have known but and now you don't know, but also you might know. Yeah. And I think this is why everyone has so much anxiety is because you're constantly, it's so, if you're listening to this podcast, I can't imagine you don't have social media. It's pretty inescapable at this point being confronted with other people's lives, other people's opinions, the way that they might see you. So much judgment, just unspoken. Horrific. Just loitering around the place. And we just carry it with us. We turn over, we wake up in the morning, we turn over and we look at it straight away. It sits with us in our bags all day, ready to come out when the table is quiet. We take it to bed with us. We scroll for a few hours before we fall asleep. We take it with us to our dreams. The thoughts of what other people may or may not be saying about us. It's so consuming and overwhelming that I actually can't fathom how any human right now is not overwhelmed. Like, I just think by default, I'm overwhelmed. Sophie, I assume you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I assume the listener yeah. is overwhelmed. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone being like, you know what? I'm not overwhelmed with the slightest. Yeah. Underwhelmed. Because it's soaking in everywhere. Even if you think it's water off a duck's back or whatever, water off your <laughs> wings, if you will. Yeah. It's, re- it's going in somewhere. And I had a moment the other day where I was looking at, um, I know we say this all the time, it's probably boring, but I was looking, I was on YouTube and then I looked at like my, um, I was going to my watch later, which I always save everything to watch later. I never use that feature. I use it all the time. I use it all the time. It's actually really good. What, anything you see that you like, you're just, yeah. oh, what's that? It, yeah, that's... It's like, I'm not going to click it right now, but I will save it because I'll forget about it otherwise. Really good. I, I think that is how I live my life. I see things that are interesting and I just think, um, no, I'll do, watch it later. And then whenever I'm bored, I'm like, why is there nothing? I've seen so much. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Yeah. It's a really good little archive of different yeah. things because like, I'm not in the mood right now to watch a kind of 40 minute commentary on Animal Crossing best villagers. Right. But I'm exactly. sure when I'm doing but my hair. I, look, I know for a fact one day I will yeah. be. One day in the near future. 100%. And I, I will, we'll spin back around to this. We'll regroup. Mm-hmm. And I'll take it in when the time is right. And I want to hear your thoughts on Marshall and Raymond. 100% I want to hear your thoughts on Tangy. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I'll forget about it otherwise so i was looking at that but on the top it said like what the stuff that i've been recently watching and it would be like a whatever (laughs) what did you google before vegan bento box (laughs) vegan bento box something like that just a standard video and then like 20 different youtube shorts and it's like oh yeah i was looking at a video of Ariana Grande earlier. Yeah, I was looking yeah. at this random guy talking about cars earlier for two seconds. I was talking about this. I was talking about this. It's like, this is the weirdest I didn't realise I'd been in all of those spaces this yeah. morning. I completely forgot. Do you know what? That's the 
crazy thing about tiktok not having like a watch history and yeah. they don't fucking have a watch history for a reason because you'd be fucking horrified yeah by design baby because the thing on youtube when you're like because i do that when i listen to my ricky gervais carl Bumington and Stephen merchant podcasts every night <laughs> i go and find the one because they're like some of them are like four hours long that like men have com- yeah. compiled on the internet like best moments yeah so i'll go on i'll go and look for the one that i like got like 40 minutes into last night yeah and when i scroll through the things i've watched in that day and it's like there's there is such a fucking difference between the video that i intentionally watched it's like nana's video that i've intentionally yeah. watched and where you ended up and then a video um of jonathan from queer eye rating hair products yep intentionally watched that i remember watching that and then it'll be youtube shorts it's like what tom holland tom holland tom holland zendaya tom holland tom holland is like, you what mm, i get a lot of tom holland in there as well you spent 50 15 minutes today watching tom holland not 15 minutes you've watched about 45 minutes mm-hmm. of tom holland videos and you don't remember a single one of them by accident it's quite a crazy thing to do by accident totally by accident <laughs> it's mental it's really crazy it's a lot and you what did you learn from that nothing oh tom holland looks good on the red carpet already knew it this pulls me in to somebody's point mm. and i just thought this was something that even if you can't directly relate to it in its kind of exact explicit form you'll there'll be something in there that you've lived through this person just said i stalk my boyfriend's ex on instagram every day mamma mia and i loved it yeah (laughs) and the crowd went wild because i think even if you're not necessarily stalking your ex-boyfriend on instagram every day you're probably in a few habits that you do every day could be on social media could be off social media to be honest you're in a few habits of doing things often enough that just hurt so good that just make you feel so shit in a really vivid way like it's it's bad it's dangerous i think anything with romantic interests slippery slope treacherous is, is not a thing say. you can click on. like i i'm getting a thing at the moment i don't know if this is on the pod off the pod we'll see where it goes i always think off the pod because you look so mischievous now it looks like it's about to be a little juicy no no it's not it's not juicy but it's someone it's just funny because you'll know instantly who it is mm. we've we've referred to him previously on the podcast as the crux Whoa, i think we called him once in a very old episode we could have even been title. higher priestess at the time i know th- we were like oh he's your crux and i remember thinking i don't think he'll know that he wouldn't think that <laughs> i mean it's about emba- it's embarrassing to think like i'm her crux oh and he's not i don't think that's kind of i don't think would be quite mortifying kind of words are in his everyday vernacular (laughs) to be honest are they in anyone's (laughs) i don't think he's using horcrux as a (laughs) milestone in people's lives but also i don't particularly mind if he if he knows any of it Mm -hmm. um but there's this person that i definitely definitely really liked in my life and i always am getting a thing on my email now i don't follow him on anything i don't i'm not friends with him on facebook it's just completely you're not in my life anymore i am now getting emails saying do you want to follow the crux do you want to follow wow like it's literally like don't fucking email me this it's gonna start coming through the fucking fireplace and i post on sundays literally it's like (laughs) owls swarming around your house (laughs) and it's like i'm at the point completely at the point where it's like i'm not even actively trying to avoid you you're just not in my life please email gmail don't come to my fucking inbox yeah, yeah. and say, do you want to follow him? Not really. No. You know what? Someone actually made a really good point on this. 
this is about, I'm taking it to a new depth, I'm really taking us to the pits, when it was, a celebrity had posted about a miscarriage that they'd had, and someone made a really good point by saying that, obviously there's so much, there's so much going on there, there's so much shame, everything. Yeah. And someone made a really good point that even our algorithms will be designed to torture us. It's yeah. like you've, I know it's a sensitive topic, like you've just had a miscarriage, but you're still getting recommended um, like nappies and like yeah. um, changing yeah. stations and like God. baby grows and things like that. Like the ways that our devices get to know us is so intimate mm-hmm. that they really have all of the information to use for or against you. Totally. And I think the minute, like I very quickly give up my responsibility and forget to, I don't hold myself accountable in this space at all mm-hmm. and just give in to it i just click around and whatever like you said at the beginning i just click if something comes up i click on it i click on everything i see yeah and it's my own responsibility to manage that because this device is not my mate let me tell you no i think you're a fool if you think if you bring your phone in, if you you share a bed with this little guy this little phone in your hand i really do yeah big mistake big mistake no. because that is cheating on you it's a big mistake it, this little guy is out to kill you to say the least abusive guy he's yeah he's plotting your demise yeah it's not who you want in your bed to your fucking face also it's like it's nobody's fault but my own that i watched a million videos of tom holland Mm. it's nobody's fault but your own that you forgot that you did that and that you just watched tom holland Holland, Holland. it's literally it's not you can have a go at fucking mark zuckerberg you can have a go at fucking and i will steve steve jobs and believe me they're not good guys but also (laughs) you are the fool yeah you open up tom holland every day who's the villain in that story because at some point it's you yeah well it's the person that keeps going back it's like the little injured puppy that keeps going Mm. back please show me another video of tom holland think before you need it do you really want another Mm -hmm. video of tom holland before you click on that first one because if you click on one yeah you watch 50 you can't just watch one you're a goner treacherous slope as i said yeah it is dangerous I feel like social media just if you if you're really making an effort to like shake off some of the shit that is holding you back or making you feel bad about yourself or just like feeding yourself doubt all of that shit I'm obviously not the first person to say it and I know we go on and on about it but I think we just need to change the way that we use social media is there anything that you're doing to do that because I think I've been trying go on. for the last year to be trying something out well I have some rules that I've been keeping to for a about a year share them please um first of all tiktok in my opinion has to go and it did go for me i think it is the the best and worst creation of all time that algorithm and you need to you can do what you want for me couldn't could not do with it tiktok number one rule can't have for me i think that's it i think it's know what's bad for you totally and i also think my other big thing is don't go on any social media until one hour of being awake is one of my things Mm, that's a good one i am not in my right mind when i wake up it's one of also the most kind of precious times of the day in terms of your setting what you feel in that opening hour really sets the tone if you see something bad in that opening hour you're fucked especially that opening literally it's not even hour five minutes Mm. it's within one minute of being awake you're in you're into um Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Tom Holland, or whatever. You're down the rabbit hole. It's not a good idea. I genuinely think for me, I need just, it doesn't even strictly have to be one hour, but it's like, I need to be out of bed. Yeah. And maybe had like a glass of water. In your right mind. Yeah. Or in as close to your right mind as you can get. <laughs> Definitely. Get out of bed, maybe open the curtains, have a glass of water. Then maybe you can have a look at your phone. But I think that thing of being barely conscious and just like plugging in is just something that for me, I can't do in it. And that's something that I 
I, I don't I literally don't do that anymore because it's so fucking bad yeah is there anything you do that's like I think that's great I had to make and it's the same I think that there's something to be said about breaking cycles and breaking the habit if you're in the mm. habit of checking up on someone's social media why don't we try today being the first day that you don't go looking yeah could we try that together there's a there's a different level between the like passive use of social media and then the like self-harm aspect of social media mm-hmm. i think number one basic fucking ten commandment rule thou shalt not kill number one i actually don't think that is don- number one number one of the ten commandments is like don't use any other god's name please i was gonna say it was something like like don't doubt me bitch yeah it's like i'm real is number one number ten, number like seven is don't kill don't ask questions i'm real argue with the wall but number one of the social media rules surely is don't look for things that are gonna fucking hurt you i.e if there's someone why that would i go looking for something that's, that's trying, trying to, to kill, kill me, me? oh nice. harry have you seen the first two films? We know what you're up to. Silly boy. Silly boy. And don't be a silly boy. Don't go looking at your ex's stuff. I mean, it's just, I think it is just basic. Like you will, the only person that's going to feel bad from that is you. Mm. So please don't do that. It's. It, I know that it can be hard when it's like an addictive thing and it's sort of, it is a form of self-harm, I guess, but it's just... Yeah block it delete the app delete whatever you've got to do just mm-hmm. don't put yourself in that like you're just gonna feel like shit two things first thing i was in a really um or like first thing i when i was younger my boyfriend at the time his ex had really hooded eyelids and i would pull at my eyelids every single day to make my <sighs> eyelids more hooded so now my eyelids are like more hooded than they would have been which is great, but anyway. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. But it's just like, God, you were trying to deform your face. Like, she had a really, like, f- I don't know, like, flat face shape? Mm. Whatever. She was, like, blo- we were just opposites. And you'd pull at your eyelids. Yeah, I would pull at my eyelids. Not in a painful way, but I would just pull them off my You would just be eye, away, yeah. if that makes sense, and then yeah. put them back. To be honest, everything that uh, any skincare video would tell you not to do, you I would do. be doing it which is ideal. Do you know what? That's the thing with exes or like yeah. a romantic. You get fixated on something. Or just like jealousy in general. And anything that you see is the worst possible thing you could see. If you mm-hmm. saw that they looked the same as you, it's yeah. the worst thing. If you see they look completely different to you, it's the worst thing. Well, he also had a girlfriend who looked the same to me. Oof. Well, both are super painful because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's worse it just anything your insecurities looking for Ooh, things you can oh, yeah, pull out of any oh it's just fucking awful so please don't go looking for things that are going to kill you whatever no just let it let it be just let it yeah. be what was the second thing you're going to say um and then the second thing yeah was that i really had to break a cycle you know about this Sefi, i think mm. a few months ago and it really was a self-harming issue mm. it was quite a while ago now it's probably like six months ago maybe even like a bit more i would look on and i really don't so i'm not i've never i'm not like a hate watcher you know how some people like watch things because they like don't like them or whatever blah, blah. oh my god i know what you're gonna say yeah you're mental yeah you know what i'm gonna say you're insane i don't hate watch things i don't hate watch people whatever i don't really i don't hate it. anyone that i'm subscribed to it's like why would i hate you just unsubscribe <laughs> so weird anyway yeah, why on earth so strange but I had this thing where I was kind of in an anthropology way. I was hate visiting this, these websites because, and I still do kind of have this vision of like writing something about it in, in a kind of, I think it's, I think there are some really interesting case studies on there, mm. but this, the websites aren't, 
I, but now I think I'm, I'm, well, I know I'm too close to it, so I can't. It's, the, the, the window that I could have written something about the, the, those websites has come and gone. So anyway, but um, there are these websites where people, it's predominantly like women, not, not even young women, but predominantly women will like group together and like quote unquote gossip. But the majority of it is like really talking shit in quite an extreme way on different content creators. Um, and I would like visit my favorite, my favorite gals pages like forums and scan through all of the shit that people were saying essentially about these girls that I love mm. so it would be like x y and z person who makes videos and it would be like oh my god she's put on so much weight she looks horrific oh my god she always talks about blah 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 she's such a narcissist oh my god she's this she's that she's evil she's this she's that she's evil god. and it was really making me so I mean, more depressed than I already am because it was making me insanely self-critical because anything that I would do or say or think is why I still say now, off the record, guys, mm. is why I'm so fragile and don't want to put my name to anything. It's because I would see myself, anything that I could do or say or think or behave or whatever, I would see it through the eyes of someone who was hating yeah, me. out to attack. And who was going to run off to these websites and, like, write shit about me or whatever. Because I think it was just a real confrontation of, like, God, there are really... There's a lot... There are some hateful people. Yeah. And, like, hateful spaces. This is why I think it's interesting and why I would want to write something on it is because it's... People get so much joy from it. Like, yeah. there's a real sense of community in those spaces and they get to know each other and you see the same usernames popping up and it's very interesting... But it's ruining these women's lives. I'm like, I don't know how... And you can tell me all you want about how she's in a mansion and she's done terrible things. I don't care. I don't know how Zoe Sugg is alive right now dealing with the amount of hate that she would have dealt with in her life um, and being like in her early 20s, like pioneering an industry that did not really exist before her yeah. on her own. I don't know how you do that. So I really had this like breakdown of, I don't know if I'll survive having a podcast. I don't know how... Because Tiffany and I... Are, at this moment, I assume, not relevant enough to have any space on there where people are talking about us. But the turning point was someone had said, I hate X, Y, and Z podcast. I hate their podcast. They're so shit. Does anyone have any podcast recommendations? And someone said, oh, I like, I think they'd actually said, I like growing with the flow. And I like goes without saying with Sephi and Wing, they talk about like imposter syndrome and blah, blah, blah. And I mm. thought I need to get out of here. Yeah, that is just the whispers of... And it was also really jarring to think that someone's listening and they're also in that space. I just can't. Well, it's kind of the worst audience being sent over. It's like, don't send them here, please. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. And that. But it's just... It's like if you're already full of self-doubt and being so self-critical, it really trains your mind in a new way. So I just thought, I can't... I'm not doing this anymore. No. Get off the get off these websites, you fucking freak. Why why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you do that? I would literally wake up and be like, oh, what are they saying about X, Y, and Z today? Look how like angry they are. It's absolutely horrific. And it would really make me feel so angry at them and so get so judged. Like as if they were judging me. Yeah. Ugh, do you know what it hell. kind of reminds me of? Mm. In the way that you were saying that they get a joy from it. Yeah. Like there clearly is they're getting a kick out of it. It is kind of that feeling of being sat around a table of people at school or wherever the fuck you are mm. and there's people kind of bitching about people and you can just see them almost getting like high from mm. slagging off someone else because there's the thing of are we bonded through our hatred of blah 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 yeah and it is so 
weird to see and i think there's a certain element of it certain types of people group together and it's absolutely fine to dislike someone that's fine but when it gets to the point where it's like you're getting a kick it's like grown women saying like god that baby is just blah 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 it's like i mean that's so fucked whoa it's like i don't know it gives me a child vibe it gives me the vibe of it's children being like i now feel better about myself because i said that her socks look embarrassing but they think that these people need to be brought down a notch and i think that was what i was oh that's so bad trying to go do you know what what i mean it's like they think that these people deserve to hear this shit about themselves it's like they think that they're so righteous in what they're saying that it's like no you need to they need to tell that that you're treating your baby wrong because you know you can't just go on earning all this money from sitting on your ass blah blah blah. that it's just there's a lot of envy there's a there's a class issue there's so much that feeds into it which is why it's really fascinating but i don't know how you survive that it's not it's not a space to hang out is it no I just think there's there's just a thing with there's the two issues of if you are someone that because we do have people that listen and kind of want they want to tell us their thoughts on us that sometimes aren't that nice and things like that and we don't have many of them but we have had a few of those and i do think there's something in the people that want to leave leave their mark kind of nasty comments and i don't mean critical comments that are valid and all of this stuff i mean mean comments there's something about like why why do you want to do that Mm. there is no level of self-reflection in the person that's saying zoella doesn't look after her baby whatever the fuck they're saying whatever literal nonsense i remember someone said to us remember said that we had no morals they came to our dms and was like you're you've got no ethic you've got no compassion and you've got no morals and blah blah and i thought at least my morals stop me from stumbling into other people's dms and telling them they've got no compassion and then they're this and they're that and they're x y and z i guess we're just different i guess we're just different. i think it's an absolutely just a weird just it's just weird to me but it completely is insecurity because it's like well if you were secure in yourself you couldn't be bothered to sit on this thing and chat shit about people you just wouldn't do that people who are secure in themselves don't do that that's not how they spend their time but that's the funny thing about being like oh they need to be brought down it's like they might already be down because i remember when we got the message saying you've got no morals and no compassion we were both quite down already it's like oh thanks like now i feel like utter shite this is why i don't i actually don't understand how people get through it you just acclimatize to that i guess anyway yeah because that's also the trees falling down in the forest and you did hear it you were actually the wood cutter yourself you were kind of skipping through the woods and the wood yeah. the tree falls down right in front of you that's not so fucking nice mm. but most of the time you'll never fucking know it and i think the by avoiding websites like that i'm going to continue the forest metaphor try to at least you create a, an even fucking further expansive forest and you're even further away from it by just not going on them it's like just close up the fucking forest never go in yeah build your own little commune <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's kind of it it's like cultivate a nourishing environment at soul level yeah <laughs> stunning <laughs> where as long as dumbledore's around you can't be touched where like at least you know when these things come crawling or like when you try and find new evidence for why you're a piece of shit you've also got this like abundance of love for yourself yeah that can just counteract cancel each other out true confidence to me looks like forgiveness and a lack of shame and i think if you can Mm. get forgiveness self-forgiveness 
for well forgiveness for yourself and others and just compassion just and curious. just genuinely i think everything just comes back to love which i know you also agree with it's my philosophy the only thing real in life i remember you saying that to me by a pond and i was laughed out of town but slowly but surely <laughs> i remember you saying that to me by a pond it's funny yeah, i did i did best place to tell someone that the world revolves around love <laughs> it's so true and the and the older i get the the closer i feel just every it's so fucking obvious to me that it's like yeah mm. that is the only fucking thing i actually give a shit about so someone saying in peru that they think my handbag isn't very nice <laughs> i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck <laughs> because to me it never happened yeah but please also be fucking nice yeah i really do not want to hear a word about my handbag joke if you ever think we need to be brought down a notch we don't we need to we need to be raised higher so keep the love <laughs> coming please please and thank you in advance please raise us up <laughs> well this is quite a long episode now yeah it is so i think we snip snap snip snap (laughs) (laughs) we're having a lot of vasectomies going on here yeah to cut down this episode (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening honestly like it's it's just really nice to get to chat with everyone on a monday morning or whenever you pick this episode up it's just nice to spend the day with you yeah hope you're having a great day um do something nice for yourself today yeah forgive yourself for something that you did that was embarrassing just be like oh it doesn't matter because it, doesn't matter. Cause it truly doesn't it doesn't it truly doesn't i wish you could see and don't look at your ex's instagram no that is so fucking obvious it should go about saying but just please don't do that because you will cry <laughs> so if you don't hear from us if you don't hear from us <laughs> assume the worst 